Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. I must admit that he really knows me. Our text today is Psalm 139, verses 1 to 6. O Lord, you have examined me and you know me. You alone know when I sit down and when I get up. You read my thoughts from far away. You watch me when I travel and when I rest. You are familiar with all my ways. Even before there is a single word on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You are all around me, in front of me and in back of me. You lay your hand on me. Such knowledge is beyond my grasp. It is so high, I cannot reach it. Who knows the real you? I mean, is there anyone who knows you really well? Sometimes we reveal only portions of our true self to people because we probably don't know that they will respect what they learn about you. Some people are simply private and they survive on superficial relationships. And then there are some people who couldn't care less whether others get to know them or not. So, who or what one person knows you inside out, your secrets, weaknesses, passions, fears, ambitions? Well, the writer of this psalm found out that God knows him, that God knows details about him that he hardly knows about himself. He admits that God knows so much that it is scary how much God knows. Now, when you look at the opening statement, it puts paid to the notion that you can hide anything from God. It says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. One of the most embarrassing body search is when you are taken out of the immigration line in the airport, taken into a room and asked to take all your clothes off. That used to be popular when folks might be suspected for transporting banned substances. I imagine that kind of invasive and detailed search can be disturbing and sometimes you feel violated. But the writer said that God has searched him. I believe that God did not search to see if you're carrying any banned substance. The search that he's talking about is God searching your heart, your mind your soul. And you might be thinking that if God really does that, he's going to find some things about me that nobody has ever known. Why is that so? The Bible says that the heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked. God is going to find out that I harbor some wicked thoughts and evil intentions in my mind. God is going to find out that although I seem to get along well with most everybody, that it is really a show and that in the deep recesses of my mind, he's going to find deep pockets of hate and resentment for a particular group of persons and that I need to get a makeover. Yes, there is a makeover. Remember when David had committed the combined sins of adultery and murder and was later told of his atrocious behavior? Well, David went before God and he prayed and confessed his wrongs. But here is something that he said. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Yes, he did. And that was a prayer that God answered. How do I know that God answered that prayer? He says it himself in Ezekiel 36 and verse 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Or one other translation says it like this. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove your stubborn ways and give you obedient hearts. That is super great. 
God does a spiritual heart transplant when he takes out the old heart that is full of sinful, wicked, ungodly, shameful things and he replaces it with the heart of love for God and love for others. A heart that recognizes something that is sinfully poisonous and seeks to eliminate those thoughts as unwanted. The writer goes on to say that God knows his thoughts even before he thinks them. Yes, you heard correctly. God is so powerful that if you just think something bad, God knew it before you even thought about thinking about it. God is ahead of what we are going to think and do and say. In fact, it goes even further by saying that God knows the words I am going to use before I use them. What? Imagine God knowing you so well that he can he can tell you the thoughts and the words you are going to think about or speak long before they do come out of your mind or are hatched on your tongue. What can I do with that? God wants you to be conscious that he knows all these things about you and he has gone further in the Bible by suggesting a way of harboring good thoughts. In Philippians 4 and verse 8 you will read, Finally, brothers and sisters, keep your thoughts on whatever is right or deserves praise, things that are true, honorable, fair, pure, acceptable, and commendable. Stop right there a minute. God really wants me to not have bad thoughts and plans and ideas in my mind? The answer is a resounding yes, and he makes it seem attainable because he tells us how to get there. Don't become like the people of this world, he says. Instead, change the way you think. Then you will always be able to determine what God really wants, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. God is not pleased when he searches and finds ugly in our hearts and minds, but he gives strength and courage to not throw, out, throw our hands in the air and feel helpless. Rather, he has put things in place so that when he searches our inner parts, he will know he will more than likely find pleasant things, and God will be pleased with what he finds. I must admit that God really knows me when I'm at my worst and when I'm having a good time serving him.